0: Breaking barriers. Now, all over this place, say it loud like you're saved and you're proud. Breaking barriers. Let me hear the men. Breaking barriers. Amen. So that's what we want to talk about, particularly breaking barriers. in. The, you guys may be seated. Breaking barriers in the area of giving. Will you say that? Breaking barriers in the area of giving. Now, listen, um, the subject of money is probably the most controversial message in Christendom. Money. And you would think when we're talking about honoring God, we would do it without reserve. We would do it without any question at all. But you would be amazed of the number of... Of Christians who disregard God in the area of their giving. Now, it's one thing to love God, but it's something totally different to have God as the center of your life. See, you can love God and still disregard him concerning your giving. But when he is the center, when you understand everything flows from him, everything I got is from him. It, 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 what I possess, what I own, who I am, the very breath that I possess is from him. When he is the center, Lord, what I have belongs to you. I'm just a steward managing your resources. But I want to talk about that and, and just let me say this. Even now, some seem or seemingly unnerved. I should have stayed at home. To, no, you, you are right where you need to be. You're right where you need to be. Because there are things that God wants to get to you. And let me say this. There are certain uh, algorithms or principles that are outlined in the word that except I act on them, they're not going to work. In other words, you can be saved and still be broke. But that's not the will of God for your life. God wants you to be blessed whereby you can be a blessing to someone else. And and, and listen, there's one. And you are blessed. When you look at your neighbor and say, you are blessed the mere fact that you are born again, you are blessed. But watch this. I want the blessing fully functional and operating in my life. It's one, it's one thing to be blessed and it's something totally different to have that blessing working. I want, who wants the blessing working? Amen. But, but I want to start here to show you something because the believer should think with a different mindset. Now here, uh, uh, the apostle Paul he's encouraging the church at Philippi. But I, I he's I, I want you to see something here, and we'll I, I, we'll go back to it. But something I want you to notice is that our citizenship is in where heaven. Let's read this out loud. For our talking to the believer, for our for our citizenship, our commonwealth is in heaven. Keep reading. From which we are. For our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. What I want you to get out of this is that our citizenship is of heaven. I, I need to bless somebody real quick because, I, and y'all know I do this anytime I share, giving the Lord, instructed me a while back to be a blessing uh, by sowing a seed. So before I forget. Let me go ahead and bless somebody. Maybe it'll change the atmosphere because y'all looking like I'm, listen, y'all looking like I'm about to yoke y'all up with some money, man, like I'm holding you up. And and, and notice, when we shop, we don't frown. When you went and signed on that $400,000 house, you would not a You know you ain't got $400,000. But by faith, you believe that in, within 30 years, you will have it. When you went and purchased that car, you did it by faith. Are you here? Any, any some of the first-time visitors raise your hand. First time, first time, first time, first time, first time. See with you, Martha. What's her name? Sharon. Look at her. She's. We ain't gonna get you. Can, can I bless you with a hundred dollars, Sharon? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's real. She like for real, for real. That's real money. We, matter of fact, get it with the letter check. It. You got the little marker. Who else? Who else raised their hand? Brother Justin, good to see you. Here's $50, man. Well, That that, that might get you at least a, a hamburger. I don't know if it gets get the cheese, but it'll get you. Anybody else? Who else? Somebody else raised their hand. Oh, she's like that. I know you got to bless this side. <laughs> Here, brother said, would you bless her with that? They got $50 for you, daughter. Come on. Now, hey, a, a, a crook ain't going to do that. Matter of fact, a crook will be, nah, be hitting you up. Are you here? But our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven. In other words, as Christians, listen to me now. We are a part of a theocratic government. Theo, God or theos, God, cratic government being that we govern our lives by the systems of this word of God. Not by the systems of this world. We give, we live. We, we go about our daily living based upon this government. So in other words, my ideology, my ideology, my beliefs, are going to be different, or uh, are uh, uh, totally opposite of someone who was not of this system. And I need to say that because people who are not of this system, We'll talk you out of participating in this system because it's foolishness to the natural mind. That's why even some Christians, I talked about having a revelation earlier. When they don't have a revelation, even this is foolish even to their natural mind. Why? Because it has to be spiritually discerned. Are you here? So we are a part of a theocratic government. A government ruled by who? God so the way we live our lives that's why uh, just an example uh, the way we live our lives uh, in, in this government you know we, we, we want to live a life of celibacy we want to practice or we want to walk up right there are certain things we don't put in our body or our body into why because we are of another system but somebody who's not a part of this system don't understand that why can't I have some are you here boy, it is quiet. Let me show you something. So we're talking about breaking barriers, tearing down, write this down. What do you mean breaking barriers? Tearing down outdated thinking, old beliefs, ideologies that go against God's system. And let me say this, this is important to know because, uh, these beliefs have caused a lot of people to disregard God in the area, again, of their giving. And you know what it is? It's nothing more than the spirit of fear. That's all it is. It's nothing more than the spirit of fear. And the Bible talks about various types of fear. And I'm not talking about the type of fear of or a reverential fear of God. I'm not talking about that type of fear or the type of fear where you may be starting a new job and you're somewhat reserved about, you know, you kind of, you know, it's a new environment. No, we're talking about the spirit of fear. That type of fear that Paul uh, was talking about when he was encouraging young Timothy because there were those opposing him because one, he was associated with Apostle Paul. Two, he was young and three, uh, people didn't like the message. So he, he encouraged him and told him, man, don't be bound by the spirit of fear. Why? Because this type of fear is a tormenting type of fear. And when your love, and listen, when I really love God, there's not going to be any fear or any reservation. So I understand what's mine <laughs> belongs to you. And when I honor you with what you put in my hands, you give me more. Boy, that was a good place to say. Let me show you something. First John 4 and 8. 1 John 4 and 8. Listen, and, and we're going to see in a moment, I mean, If you're gripped by this spirit, man, you know, you need to release it. Ask God, Lord, I need to release from this because it's hindering, it's blocking things from flowing into your life. And I'm not even, and and the reason why I can teach this with conviction, because I'm a giver. I'm not a shyster. I practice what I preach. Are you here? You don't have to say, man, this is what I do. The, the, The fruit, the proof is in a pudding. Are you with me? He who does not love, that, that's the wrong verse, 418, I'm sorry, First John 418. That's a good verse to have, though. There is no, there is no, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear. Because fear involves what? Torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You notice earlier I said there are some who love God, but he's not the center well, when he's the center, it casts out all fear, and this type of fear involves what torment. Give these are four things I, I need you to write this down. Four things, uh, and there's probably more, but I'm gonna give you four. Fear immobilizes. Fear, immo- fear immobilizes. In other words, it makes you become motionless. Makes you immobile. Fear horrifies. <laughs> what do you mean horrifies? Causes great distress. Great dismay. Fear terrorizes. Wow. Filled with great alarm. Terribly afraid. And it demoralizes. What do you mean? It deprives a person of their spirit, courage. And even now, you can, some seem to be demoral, not here, but I can sense in social media, they're demoralized. All because of money. And and watch this. Strip yourselves down and make this between you and God. We're talking about just you and God. (laughs) Did you get that? So fear does what? It immobilizes, it horrifies terrorizes, and demoralizes. Now, earlier I stated that the subject of money is probably the most controversial subject or message in Christendom. 80% of Christians, 80% of ride or die folk, people talking about they love Jesus, for Jesus I live, for Jesus I die, don't want to even hear the message. They rather not hear the subject of money. People who say I love God. Out of all the people naming the name of Jesus, only about 4% honor him with the tithe. The average Christian, someone say the average Christian. The average Christian. Now, this, this is the person who, you know, comes every week. The person who, you know, hey, man, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm it. They give about $200 annually. That's about $16 and some change a month. A little over $4 a week. I mean, they, if they give five, they balling out. Oh yeah, it, I mean they'll they'll, they'll give five dollars proudly and get out and get in that big fancy car, go to their fancy home. But I gave five dollars in church, and I'm gonna say something. It, it, it's 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 not about the amount. It's about the heart. Because when my heart is right, oh, I'm gonna give out of obedience. Are you with me? And the person, and let me tell you how sometimes how twisted thinking can be now we will spend it on ourselves which the bible you know the, now the person who's all about self want to put on self. the bible gives it that person a fool because it gives us and luke talks about the rich fool everything was about himself now how foolish is it now i would spend two or three hundred on me but giving it to the church never see we got to think about that are you here About 5% of Americans, American Christians, excuse me, provide 60% of the money that church receive. In other words, 5% pretty much carry the weight of ministry. Now, I want to ask you, where the money going? No, y'all can respond. Are y'all okay today? So it's something to think about when we say we love God, but He can't have my money. But you trust Him with the eternal state of your with the eternal state of your soul. How you know you're going to heaven? You can't trust God with, with some money. You think you? How how you know there is a heaven? You might be going to. I, we don't know where you going. I mean, if I can't if I can't trust Him with a hundred dollar bill, you mean to tell me I can trust Him with the eternal state the eternal state of my soul? Man, you might be going, but those of us who know, we know exactly where we're going. We know there's a real heaven and a real hell, and we're sure about it. Are you here? What does these stats tell us? Well, I personally believe that few Christians really believe that their money belongs to God, that they really believe that they are stewards, that they are managers over God's money. And, and, and we're braggadocious about it. i I went to school. yeah, who gave you the breath? Who kept you from committing suicide when you wanted to jump off the bridge because school was so hard? I worked them forty hours well who who woke you up? and it wasn't that fancy alarm clock. Who protected, as you say, from hurt, harm and danger seen and unseen. What 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 about him? <laughs> it's quiet. It's good though. It's good. You you know I'm good because I I, I know eighty percent eighty percent have a problem with this message, and I can even sense that. And even some look at me now like, man, now I came to hear some hooping and some hollering. That's why you broke for some people. Because that's a, and, and that's another thing we got to get out of wanting to be just stirred emotionally and leave here and begging somebody to buy me a three-piece fish dinner at Captain D's. God is better than that. No, no, no. G- give me some substance. Give me something that I can apply and see God move and I can shout whenever I want to. Just want to shout. That's all some folk want to do. Just shout. We had a good time. Why? Because you shout. And bills ain't paid. What was good about that? You just burnt some cardio. No, you want to have something to shout about. When I get done shouting, my car note paid, my house mortgage is paid, my bills are paid, kids got what they need, I have what. I, now that's something to shout about. But I just don't want to shout just for the hell of it. Now the anointing kicked in. Let me slow. Y'all sit down. But, but we got to get out of that foolishness and make this about me and God and say, Lord, I got a problem with you and I need you to deal with my heart because I got an issue giving you money. Now, who did that to me? That's where we need to start. Now, we brag about giving to the dope man and never had a problem, but when we talk about giving to God, folk get indignant, think it's too much, You know why the dope man got it? Because whatever has your heart has you. And he had what you wanted. And you went to depths, heights. To get whatever you had. By any means necessary to get my money so I can get my fix. Well, if God really got what you have. If he really have your heart. No amount of money is ever an issue. That's a hypocrite to me. I say it to me now. To want to ball out all that knowledge back and forth. But when it comes to honoring God, there's this great disregard over some chump change. That's what amounts to some chump change. Some chump change. And I submit to you, these, something else these uh, stats, statistics tells us is that there is some truth to it. Because you look at the, there are more broke believers than there are believers walking into that wealthy place. You know why? Because they're lack, they're gripped by the spirit of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Then they get indignant at those of us who apply these principles. You, you know, like I said earlier, I, no, I want the blessing working. You bless, but you ought to want the blessing working. Because I'm going to tell you something, you, you, you know, people are tired of that old sad testimony. No, people want to see some fruit. they tired of, They tired of you talking about how good God is, then you're begging for money. And some of you should be tired. Some of you should be, you know what, man, I'm going to start trusting God. I've been saved all these years, and I'm still tight, frugal when it comes to honoring Him. I got to do better than that. Lord, there are things that you are trying to get into my hands, and it's not going to happen with me being stingy. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.